Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Original Slacker Podcast. This week I have James Harker and Mike LaBella. Both guys are from separate bands. James Harker is from Spirit of the Bear. You may remember those guys that came back in the fall. Had a great show, really great young indie rock band. And then Mike is from a duo up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. We look at their take on on technology, their take on philosophy on the music. Uh, it's a really interesting episode. This is one where I kind of piece it back and forth and we go forward from there. I want to hear your input on it. You guys like it, you guys don't like it, let me know. Uh, regardless, check us out. The Original Slacker Podcast on Facebook.com slash The Original Slacker. They'll be playing at the Underground. The That's going to be uh, underground.roundguysbrewery.com or you can go to Facebook.com slash RGBC Underground. And of course, if you want to find out more about us, Round Guys, you go to roundguysbrewery.com or you go to Facebook.com slash roundguys. you have any questions, thoughts, want to uh, kind of boost up the show a little bit, just let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I'm always interested. You know, this is kind of like a side gig for me, so I do what I can and try and make it all work, and I want to see everyone happy in this one. I, I like boosting up these bands. These guys got great stories. It's always good if you're out there as a musician. You get to learn something on it. If you're not, you get to learn how the uh, the industry plays and how these musicians think. And I also have some, some more beer interviews coming up in a very near future. So why don't you uh, tuck yourself in and listen to some good tunes and, and listen to the uh, conversation we have here. I'll actually have some music towards the end of the podcast. All right? Have a good one, and thank you again. Money, 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 can't buy the ocean. In his first segment, I speak with James Harker, who has a rather unique approach to touring. James Harker is the frontman for Spirit of the Bear, and Spirit of the Bear is a Ohio-based indie group. All of these guys are in college. Actually, all of the musicians are going to be speaking to are either still in college or they just graduated from college. Last time we spoke, the band's all dispersed throughout the whole state, right? Yeah, we're still we're still there. <laughs> same same <laughs> you got, deal. You got a guy out in Youngstown, you got a guy up in Cleveland, right? Something like yep. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. how does that work for trying to pull together, I guess, even something as simple as rehearsal? Um, we don't rehearse. We, um, <laughs> we every once in a while. That's your secret. That's our secret. Uh, we're all from the same hometown, so we're all there at the same time, like, fairly often. Because two of us are in Columbus, which is about three hours from, like, our hometown, and then two are in Cleveland, which is, like, an hour and a half from our hometown. So, And your hometown uh, is the Youngstown area? Is Youngstown, yeah. Okay. So uh, when, whenever we're all in Youngstown, we get a chance to practice and stuff. Um, okay. But... Yeah. yeah, and before we, we before we come out to Philadelphia, we're gonna have a couple practice things. But. Oh, well, thank God for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, where are you guys? But, um, where's your tour taking you? Um, it's less of a tour this time around, and more of just like um, it's a lot of internet-based campaigning. Like we um, are launching a like a Spotify-based campaign for the new single, um, and sort of hitting. So we're hitting all the cities um, that we like know we do really well in. We're headlining all the towns that we know we can sell like a lot of tickets you know so we're doing a hometown show we're gonna do like cleveland columbus and um like headlining both those and like uh one in indiana near indianapolis and then you know so not not a ton right now and then uh we're gonna see where the spotify uh campaign takes us sort of like where we're getting the most plays out of that and then try to do another run based on those stats basically so you're gonna drive to where your stats are yep essentially that's pretty Um, that's pretty cool Uh, yeah we recently had like very recently had sort of like a, an, a 
small outreach from Minneapolis, um, which was really cool. Um, so we're kind of like trying to talk about going there, but it's sort of like really last minute and it was, would be like a whole, be a whole thing. So we're going to try to work on that too. How do you know if all your fans are just vacationing in the same area? Uh, that's true. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could, uh, we could just follow them on vacation or something. It just be part of our tour. There you go, man. They'll be like, oh, they're in town. This is great. It's like they know exactly. where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that's, maybe that's the better approach to touring these days. You just find your biggest fans. Fully customized. Yeah, fully customized <laughs> fan bases, find, man. That's, yeah. You find like, your five biggest fans and just follow them. <laughs> Next up, I speak with Mike LaBella and Tim Poole, who will be opening for Chris LaRose on June 2nd at the Underground. These guys are a bit of a throwback. Uh, They are just a two-piece. They just do music, do live music. I chat with them trying to get their take on technology as well. You could argue that it's taking away from what is owed to the artist as far as, you know, money and royalties and stuff. And then then the other side of that, that I think I've – the longer that I've been involved, I've conceded a little bit too, and I, I understand the value of it. Like Spotify is great, and and digital streaming is great because um, there's so much music that I know and love now that I never would have been able to fully discover without the accessibility. Um, so I think that that is a really big plus of the, of the technology, uh, and I, I think it's a really big plus of the music moving in that direction. Um, you know, where it takes away from uh, what might be earned on royalties, it adds in exposure for new artists. So there's kind of an offset there. You know, the music industry has changed so much over the past, like, just, I mean, even 10 years, it's changed so much. Um, so I, I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I think, like, when we're recording this album and a ton of the tracks are, you know, acoustic guitar um, and just, and, and real instruments, you know, but, you know, we're also using direct plugins for, for the, like direct in for the bass. Um, we're using some electronic sounds for, for the percussion and, uh, and it's helping, you know, it's helping get to, uh, you know, the vision that we have in our minds of like what we want the songs to be, but we, we're trying not to use it as a crutch. We're trying to use it more as a, you know, not like a, we don't want to use it as a crutch, a crutch for lack of talent. We want it to use, we want to use it to uh, to get the music to the best place that it could possibly be. Uh, yeah. what, what could you say about that, Tim? No, I agree. Yeah, um, the accessibility is good, and I, I like. I get the um, concern for, like, respecting the artists and what the art is, but I mean, as far as I think we're concerned, as long as people hear it, um, we'll be happy. As yeah. long as I mean, the, the idea is that, you know, they'll hear it and then they'll come to a show. Like they'll come out and see it. Right. Um, yeah, you're trying to drive, it, trying to drive to a live show. Which is, I think, that's our emphasis. Um, yeah, I think more than anything, we just want to keep playing live. That's our just play live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. So I tossed the question over to Mike and Tim regarding how living in a college town affects their abilities to play. And maybe Scran isn't the best example of this. So I tossed the question as well to James. You're going to go back to back on this. We're going to first hear from Mike and Tim 
and then we'll swing out to James, Spirit of the Bear, and check out what what his thoughts are on living in a creative bastion of a college campus, a college town, college community where you, you pretty much have your your core audience at, baked in around other individuals who are trying to do the same thing, trying to build the same culture, trying to it really thicken out that that cultural mesh. So what level of college are all you guys in at the uh, I am I just finished my second year okay. of college. Um, and so we're all kinda all over the place. Like Mike, the bass player, is about to graduate. I think he's uh, I think he's graduating. He has like one more semester in the fall. And then um, Danny, the keyboard player the first keyboard player, he has, he doesn't go to school, he just like works uh, in town. And um, then Ethan and I, the other keyboard player and I both just finished our second year. And then Jamie, the drummer, is doing like a three-year program in Cleveland, like for uh, music. And he's in his second year of that. All right on. Yeah, I, I know in, when I was in college, I lived with a band and we had a guy I would always go up to. Um, I went out to WVO and I had a friend who would stay on our couch. He was a drummer for their band and we'd swap so I go up Pittsburgh for the weekend, and he come down and pretty much drink all of my beer, and then <laughs> sleep on the couch. And I come back, and he's like, "Oh, Bill, I owe you a case of beer." I'm like, "Thanks, man." <laughs> but but you know that he moved on. He's out there playing now in uh, Austin, doing some cool gigs and stuff like that. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. You know, when you're in that, that college zone, and and you're learning a lot. You have a lot of influences around here, around a lot of really creative people, mm-hmm. and you're making music to you know people who really. Typically, you'll have a core group of people around campus or somewhere in those areas that really yeah. appreciate that sound. You know, you, it's not like you have to go out and build it from ground up. Like you already have certain people around you that are naturally predisposed mm-hmm. to hearing it. Yeah, right? yeah, I feel I feel especially like that um, where I'm at, just because I live. Well, first of all, living in Columbus is just like a lot more. Um, as far as like Ohio goes, that's pretty much the best place to be in terms of like culture. I think. At yeah, this point. right. Like up and coming yeah, yeah. culture. I guess. Yeah, Columbus um, is a then, cool town. Yeah, it's it's a, like a nice up and coming uh, town, I guess. And then there's um, just like the school I'm at is is a lot of like really creative people. So how does that influence you? Like, how's that being around when you're around other creative people in the concentration you are, in, and then maybe you don't notice it yet because you're not out of that world, right? You've kind of always been in. Yeah. It. You're maybe in a um, little little higher octane of it right now, but yeah. Um, it, um, I was just going to say it could be good and it can also be bad at the same time because like it, it'll be good because like you can be influenced by other people and what they're doing and sort of get their opinion on what you're doing, which can be constructive. Um, but also at the same time, like if you're really close with someone and you get their opinion and it's like not what you want to hear necessarily, uh, which is like something I've experienced. Like it's just a matter of being able to like take criticisms from people who are also like creating their own art because it's it's sort of like it's just like everyone's got their own idea of uh, what they want their art especially at like such a concentrated like area where everyone is doing that kind of thing right i mean yeah art's very subjective you know it's yeah exactly it depends on that it really depends a lot on your own experience and how you interpret that art exactly yeah jamming together and we were when we were living together as students um we had a lot of like-minded musical individuals um that were kind of pursuing the same things and they helped us grow so much um and we had such a great community so i think upon leaving we're definitely going to lose a lot of that but 
at the same time, I think we want to uh, try to find what we had in college um, by creating our own community of, of like-minded, you know, musicians and individuals who, you know, with whom we can we can perform and and create with. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's going to be kind of a loss of one community and a, and a discovering of another. Hey Tim, Hello. how you doing? Good man, how are you? Good. What's going on, Tim? Do you what do you think about uh, the question that he just posed about the community? like leaving college? College community? Yeah. So I spent I was able to spend like another year um, pursuing like a study like like it was purely academic because um, like nobody you weren't here mm-hmm. um, all of our friends kind of left um, so I had been, I'd been missing that uh, just kind of craving making another community and you know, having an excuse to pick up the guitar every day and play because um, it's been lacking for a while so uh, I'm excited to not be here anymore really um, <laughs> just yeah because you know well it's just because it, i was here for school now i mean right. for the past year it's just been i've been studying studying writing studying so I'm looking forward to not doing that anymore and just focusing on music and, uh, you know yeah enjoying it i think that's where we're both at excellent All right, that ends it for this episode of the Original Slacker Podcast presented by Round Guys Brewing Company. Just for your information, we have the show with Mike LaBella, Tim Poole, and Chris LaRose on Saturday, June 2nd at the Underground. It's going to be a great time. Swing on down our show starts at 8. We actually have a show right before that. Mechanic River starts at 7 on Thursday that week. So definitely get down there, check it out, check see what's going on. And then we switch out to Spirit of the Bear, which comes in for a Sunday show. These guys were like the they were the poster child for a Sunday show in Lansdale. They really rocked the place out, had a great crowd, great night, great enthusiasm. Definitely check them out. Sunday, seven o'clock. These guys they're got such a good indie core sound. I'm gonna throw a track on right after this. And in addition, I'm gonna actually splice in more of the conversation I had with Tim and Mike. If you're curious since Tim is, a, at this point, I guess a theologian at this point, he's studying down that path, uh, their ideas and philosophy are very, it's, it's very good for the Buddhist mindset out there for those individuals who are, who are naturally gravitating towards ethos and, and towards understanding the, the human, the actual human component of everything. Uh, they go deep diving into philosophy, and it's really uh, enjoyable for those people. might not be for everyone. That's why I put it in at the end. And yeah, that's it. If you have any thoughts, any ideas you want to be doing, just send it over Bill at roundguysbrewery.com. Again, this is the original Slacker presented by Round Guys Brewing Company. Uh, you can find us in Lansdale. You can find us on the web. You can find us in Glenside very soon. So things are happening. Things are moving. And we really appreciate your support. Thank you again, guys. I'm going to leave you guys with a new single. Brands make a new single. Hollow by Spirit of the Bear.
actually just completed his master's uh, in theology. Um, so he's, he's wrapping up and then, um, and we're hoping to, you know, now that he's finishing up, we're hoping to really uh, give as much as we can to the music that we've been writing and, and, you know, hope, hope to put a great live show together and, and keep performing. Wow. So it's theology, huh? So you have a, a priest among you. well so i so i went for um i went for communication but my other major was philosophy um and his was uh he actually started uh, as a nursing major but went in um he switched it to theology yeah him as a theology major and me as a philosophy major uh provided for a lot of really good discussion and conversation and i think it made its way into a lot of the music that we've written um, so I, you know, we, we kind of write about a lot of like deeper questions that have kind of been with us for a long time about life, uh, love, friendship, um, you right. know, I mean, spirituality. Talk about two people who can have a long conversation over a drink, you know, I mean, Oh yeah. Or several drinks. Yeah. Because this is, <laughs> this is what you're, you know, your focus is dissecting the, the ethos of humanity. Right. So, Oh yeah. Tell me a little more about how. How how does that process work in your mind? Like, you guys are deep thinkers, no doubt, mm-hmm. um, and you've studied the the passions of the human spirit. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that play out in your music? 
So, yeah, I think that what, um, I mean, a lot of times I will, uh, I'll get a, um, uh, I'll, I'll start to hear lyrics and I'll start to put them down. Um, and I, I'm, I won't really be sure what they mean, um, until, uh, until I hear them a few times. And, uh, I think that sometimes I almost assign meaning, uh, to, to the lyrics, but I mean, I, just because like, I think, um, a lot of this is, is more inspired or it's, you know, from something that I've read or from something that I've heard from, from a friend, um, that really inspires, uh, you know, the, uh, a direction or an emotion. And then I'll kind of follow that lyrically and musically. And so, uh, the first album has some songs on love, uh, love's lost, love's found some songs on friendship and, and the nature of friendship. Um, some songs about, you know, losing religion and songs about finding religion and, you know, yeah, so I, I really just kind of, um, I let the inspiration come to me first. I don't really try to, I'm going to write a song specifically about this, um, but I let, I let the lyrics and the music come to me first. And then usually I interpret meaning later. Right, right. So losing, gaining religion, is that in a spiritual sense? Is that in a very direct sense? Is that in a uh, constitution to oneself? I think it's in a really personal sense. Um, and I think my, I, I think a, a lot of the, the album that I'm working on right now has a lot to do with my, uh, my spiritual journey over the past couple of years. Um, and I think it's really about, uh, personal belief and, um, and, and also how you relate to the, to the universe and the world around you. Um, you know, I've, I was raised Catholic. Um, during my time in college, I'd say I drifted from that. Um, I really became heavily interested in uh, Buddhism and like Eastern mysticism and, and philosophy. And then, interestingly enough, like in uh, you know, over the past year, I kind of came back to Christianity, but just with a different light and a completely different uh, approach. And I think that Tim definitely influenced that a lot. Uh, with his um, his theology background, so it's kind of I think it's about uh, it's not I wouldn't call it a Christian album at all, but I would call it like a uh, I would definitely call it a spiritual journey. Right, you know when you get to thinking about the different world religions, they, they've never been secluded from each other, and they've always had influenced each other to a bit. Right, it'd be depending on the societies, depending on the the people who would conquer those different regions, uh, they would always impart some piece of their spirituality on new people or people who are of a different background, right? Uh, and, yeah, I get that. that. That makes plenty of sense.